there's little things that can be like so heavy on you but those little things are just thoughts like it's like that's just a thought there's so much more meaning in this world than like letting little things drag you down you know what I mean like no matter how harsh it is like it's just like there's so much more like worth in this world for anyone hello and welcome back to the curious ones podcast my name is emma krebs i created this podcast to be able to have conversations that were lacking through my daily interactions as i always felt the longing to dive deeper this space is for meaningful conversations that i hope help to broaden my perspectives and maybe even yours as well Hello, friends. This episode is my conversation with my new friend, Vinny Rupolo. Vinny is a fascinating and inspirational individual who is passionate about many things, including his new project, Anxious Youth. In this episode, we covered what his experience with dwarfism has been like, navigating fatherhood, specifically as a little person, his latest project, Anxious Youth. Vinny opened up about his mental health, showing up authentically online, and Benny also shared about his relationship with death and, as always, so much more. I really hope you enjoyed this conversation. I'm so glad to now call Vinny my friend. May you be inspired, may you be curious, and may you learn more about yourself as we learn about others. Enjoy. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Curious One podcast. I am... Very excited. I'm always excited, but I'm extra excited today to chat with Vinny Rupolo on the podcast. Vinny, thank you so much for letting me steal you on a Sunday morning, like kind of a weird time to record. So thank you so much. Amazing, though. I love my mornings, especially weekend mornings. So I was like, it was one of those things when we started talking about this. I was just like, yo, let's do a weekend morning. I get up early anyway. I love getting up early. Okay, good. (laughs) <laughs> so I was like, let's just start the conversation off. Let's go. <laughs> okay, cool. I didn't know because like some people, you know, if especially if they work yeah, during the week, they want to chill. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm curious. Can you share? Uh, we're going to get into things, but like, yeah, what what is your like, do you have like a Monday to Friday like thing too you do? Yeah. So um, Monday through Friday, I work for a merchandise company that um, is called Merch Productions. It's actually based in Orange County. Uh, Orange, California, to be exact. And pretty much I make merch for uh, the entertainment business, like oh. uh, podcasts, comedians, um, athletes, just everybody, you know, like that wants to make merchandise. I like to help build out a brand for those type of people. And like, you know, it's it's really fun. And like, it's it's a lot of work, you know, and I've actually, you know, realized a lot of different like, you know, you die when you dive into that type of work, like you kind of like you you want to fulfill people's needs, but you also at the same time have to remind your your needs. You know what I mean? Because it's like you don't want to put yourself too much like into it and then like you forget about yourself. And like so one of those things, like, yeah, I love I love just like you know, making stuff for people and making shit happen and networking. And so like I do a lot of that with that my Monday through Friday, you know, mm-hmm. and that's a, lo- a lot of fun. It's it's funny because like I'm like not even surprised because even before this, like you always have like cool like like style and vibe like I noticed on your Instagram <laughs> and then like even before you're wearing this like sick sweater and like we were just talking oh, yeah. about it too. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this all makes sense now. Um, <laughs> I like, okay, so I 
we'll get into like how I think I might have come across you and things like that. But long story short, as with a lot of these conversations I have on my podcast, this is our first time meeting. I really don't know you. And so this is probably the most, I always say this as well, like this is probably the most difficult question I'll ask you. But I'm just curious if you'd like briefly share a little bit just about yourself, like things you're interested in, you're passionate about, whatever it may be. Right. Yeah. Okay, so I'm Vinny. Um, I am a little person. I have achondroplasia, which is a type of dwarfism. It's actually the most common type of dwarfism. Um, I live in Los Angeles, California with my wife, my dog, Riley. Uh, She's a little corgi pit bull mix. And we have a baby on the way. And, you know, a lot of my like passions are music, um, podcasting now, which I just dived into like and was just like, let's do this and just talking about mental health. Um, you know, I, I suffered with a lot of anxiety and depression throughout my teenage life and like, you know, throughout my 20s and everything. And I just really started taking a hold of it the last four years. And like, that's been one of my passions, you know, kind of just like trying to do that and like trying to help people as well, because not only does like that help others, but it helps me as well. Just to like talk about it and everything. And, um, and then, yeah, I'm about to be a father like next month and I'm diving right into that. So <laughs> it's just like, it's a whole lot. And yeah. And I'm working in the merchandise world and like, you know, everything. And it's just, it's just crazy. And then on top of that, I'm doing music. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, and then I have a band back home and um, cause I'm originally from Boston, Massachusetts, um, like the outskirts and me and my really close friend, Danny, have a uh, project that we've been working on for years now uh, called Morals. Um, it's kind of like a heavy metal, like uh, Deftones vibe. Um, and we, yeah, we, we just try and do stuff like bi-coastal and, you know, have fun with it. And just, it's been one of our passions for years now. And like, you know, I've always, 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 always loved music. And that's been a life changer for me. And that's how literally I got to where I'm at today. It's sick. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. For, yeah. We're giving a little insight. I, I know we'll get into it more. Um, that's sick. So you, speaking of music as well, and like specifically metal music, you, how did you meet our mutual friend, Christoph, originally? Oh, so Christoph. Okay. So this is a really cool story. Um, I did a TV show um, my first year out here living in LA um, called My Little Life with TLC. Oh, wait, can I ask a question? And, why why yeah. did you move to LA in the first place? So I moved to LA, honestly, because uh, a couple of my really, really close friends lived out here and like I was visiting like once a year. Uh-huh. And it was one of those things where I really wanted to be around palm trees and warm <laughs> weather. And also just like, the industry I guess that you'd say like and just be around like more of like people like me yeah you know like and uh yeah I just like one day I remember I called my mom (laughs) it was like March March 2015 it was a huge snowstorm me and my roommate were like locked in and like just I just looked at him and I was like yo I gotta call my mom and tell her like this is it I'm moving to I'm moving to California like I'm moving to LA and like that that call was just like 
I thought it was going to be so much harder than it was, <laughs> but like, she was just like, okay, like you're good to go. I know you've been saying you wanted to do this, like, you know, most of your life and you know, everything. And like, do you have a plan and like everything? And it was just like, yeah, like here it is. And like, you know, and she was like, okay, just go with it. You know? And like, I, I kind of like, everyone's just like, Oh, did you move out here to like, you know, become famous and all that stuff. And it's just like, no, like I, I, I yeah. just love, I love the like diversity. I love like just how there's so many different things you can do. And like, uh, that's just like one of my biggest things. I love the lay of the land, I guess you can say. And like, you know, like you can drive two hours to the desert, two hours to like, you know, uh, three hours to like Mexico and like, you know, 20 minutes to the beach and like everything. It's just like everything I want mm -hmm. in where I'm living in life. So yeah, that was one of the main things that brought me out here is just like, you know, just to start a new life, I guess, you know, and like see what it's all like. And so far I'm really enjoying it. It's brought me a lot of crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, I totally get it. I feel like it's almost, I say, they say you, New York is like the center of the world, but I feel like LA kind of is too. It's like, if you can dream it, it exists in LA. You know what I mean? It's like, even for example, it's like, I wonder if I could get like some crazy or like join a meetup group about miniature stools. And it would be like, yeah, you can in LA. Like, you know what I mean? But no, it's like, that, yeah, <laughs> like literally anything. Like, I think it was like, I was talking to my buddy the other day and he was just like, oh, dude, I literally like just went to a group meetup about like Marvel comics, but for t-shirts. And like, I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, not, I, I mean, I get like, yeah, Marvel Comics meetup, but like specifically like t-shirt designs. Like, and I was like, that's so sick. Yeah. I was like, there's just so much different stuff. And actually, so, so back to like Kristoff. So I did, so I did that TV show and like, it was, it was a nightmare. I won't lie. <laughs> like, was it like a reality was, show or? Yeah, it okay. was a reality TV show. And like, when I was first pitched, the idea I was told that it was going to be like about like, you know, a docu documentary series kind of like on your life and like how like, you know, you chose to move out here to California. And like there were other individuals on the show as well. And it, I think there was like six, there was six of us. And like it showed like what everyone's doing in their life and like all different parts of the country. And like I... I was like, oh, this is great. Like I had the band and I was just like, okay, I'm living like, you know, kind of bi-coastal and, you know, I'm trying to just do it out here in LA. And as we were filming, mind you, at this point in my life, I did not know like any other little people. Mm. I seriously, like ah. for real, I, I, um, I knew maybe like two or three other individuals that like lived on the East Coast but I never like really like hung out with them or anything. And when I started doing the show, I realized like, I was like, okay, I'm going to find out a lot about myself. I'm going to find out a lot about myself. So when we were filming, um, a lot of it was just so produced, but I met Christoph on the set because they wanted me to meet up with another little person who played music and he played drums so I was like oh my god I get to meet like another 
fellow musician and you know deals with the same shit I do every day and like whatever and lives the same life kind of and um yeah they they put us in this beautiful like studio room like everything and like Christoph just walked up to me and he was like what's up man and like I was like oh my god I'm seeing eye to eye with another human right now who like you know just like gets it yeah just like I do and like we literally just like became homies so quick and like it was so funny because the producers were like wait 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 like stop doing all this like you need to like show this on camera and like everything and I was I just like remember just looking at them being like dude you serious like come on like this is my first time meeting like another fellow like LP and like you're literally gonna like do this right now like okay fine and then literally like they were like oh guys just like jam you know like what because they had a drum set and I had like all my guitar gear there and we literally wrote like a little song like within like 15 minutes and it was just like dude what the hell like (laughs) okay and so yeah that's how I met him and ever since then like he's been literally like a big brother to me you know and like he he's just been he always checks in on me and like I always check in on him and like I can't he's always somewhere like he's Mm. always somewhere new and like whenever he's in LA I'm like where are you like what are you doing like where are you now and now like I think right now he's in Mexico and I'm like yo come on like you know and so it, it it's unreal and like I'm so thankful for like meeting him because like he's just brought a whole new like perspective on life for me you know and like that was just like a huge thing like if it wasn't for you know that show and like meeting him I wouldn't have met my wife I wouldn't have met like you know a lot of my best friends Mm. who are also like LPs as well and it's just like I don't know It, it it's it's unreal like the the people you meet every day and kind of just like this podcast mm-hmm. like it's like you interview so many unique people that it's just like every day you meet unique people in a sense you know yeah so it's crazy uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah that's how I met him <laughs> that's crazy I remember because you've been on his podcast I think he did like two parts right on his he did three three he did okay three we like broed out and like it was crazy <laughs> he was like dude I'm already at like two and a half hours and I was like oh shit sorry (laughs) no I I think I listened to all three parts then I listened to the first two for sure but um I remember hearing about how you guys met and like yeah it is crazy because um I didn't realize that you because I know like he shared about like his journey and during so Christoph I should have said this earlier Christoph was a previous guest on the podcast honestly one of my favorite conversations to date and um it was really focused on dwarfism specifically because he also has a podcast where he talks with other people uh little people so we really kept it around that but um I remember him sharing that he didn't he didn't connect with other little people either and and so I didn't realize that it was a bit similar in your journey as well too but the fact that it was like okay yeah you guys are both little people but it's like all right cool but you could live totally separate lives but you were both so passionate about music and like a specific genre of music it's like what are the fucking odds that like you're on this show (laughs) and then you meet and you vibe like i think that's sick yeah yeah um i'm curious and how did you meet your wife because you said you met so i i love hearing how people like part like uh, relationships i love that (laughs) it's the best no um so um as i was doing the filming of that show um they had brought us 
to uh, a little little people of America um, convention in San Francisco, and then I got to experience that, and I met like a I met actually one of my best friends out there, my friend Kyle Morris. He's actually a little person as well, and he's a he's a BMX rider, and like he, me and him from there on just became like really really close and the following year in 2018 he was like dude there's another convention in orlando florida like let's go like come on like now that you're like new into this like you know everything you're trying to like you know spread a positive word about being a little person tell your story everything like let's go and i was like oh shit okay i was like i'm totally down and i remember like going there he was like, you know, telling me all about these different people that would be there, guys and girls. And like, he was like, oh, it's these girls coming from England. And I was like, oh, snap. Okay. Like, hell yeah. So <laughs> I was like, we were going and it was in, it was like the Hyatt, like in Orlando, right near Disney. And um, I remember him walking up to the girls from England and my Sarah my wife was in that group and I just remember seeing her and being like dude I was like who's that and like and he was like oh I don't know that's so-and-so's friend and like I was like oh I was like okay I was like well I want to like talk to her and like everything and and so I I got to be like friends with her and everything we like chatted here and there but like there was so much going on that like we didn't like really get like a moment to just like hang out and stuff. So the convention ended and everything. And, you know, we kind of like went our separate ways and for a few months, like, but kind of kept in touch here and there. And I one day was just like, I want to like actually talk to her, like, you know, like full on, like see what's going on, like, you know, everything. And like, um see how she's doing and everything and like from there like I, I messaged her on <laughs> Facebook and like we just started talking about the randomest shit and like we just started talking 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 non-stop and like we were doing like the long distance thing as you know was like, she in England I mean? like yeah she went back to England so like, what yeah, yeah. okay so she was back in England we were doing the eight hour time difference <laughs> <laughs> everything and like eventually we just started like facetiming and everything and like one day i was like yo would you like want to come out here and like visit and everything and like she was like i would love to you know and like at that point like it was like like history was made you know it was just like yo we're like we're doing this you know everything and it just everything just felt so right and like yeah, it was like an eight hour difference. The long distance trips, the 11 hour flights and everything were, were crazy. But like when you're so in love with someone, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And like it just like it, it really doesn't. And like I I flew out, I think. Yeah, once <laughs> she would fly out all the time. But like I flew out <laughs> once to England and like I, I got to hang out with her parents and her parents are like literally like a godsend like and they're like they take care of me so well and they take care of Sarah so well and like you know it's just it's just so cool I've always wanted to be accepted by parents like that because like growing up and like dating girls like being in a 
punk band and like metal band like they don't take you seriously you know what i mean like mm-hmm. people like parents and stuff they're just like oh you're not going anywhere i don't want my daughter dating you <laughs> or anything and it's just like okay and i've always 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 had that fear but no they accepted me like and it was so amazing and like um and yeah ever since then we just like we, she came out here um moved out here we got married and um went through the whole immigration process and that was like unreal and we had to go through it through covid and that was just like so hard because our stuff just got pushed back pushed back and like it it was just crazy but we got through it and like that's the thing it's just like when you have a partner that can like stick by your side like that and you stick by each other that's the best thing and it makes life just so easy you know and it's just like yeah there's gonna be really really hard times and but there's also gonna be amazing times and those hard times you're gonna remember and like look back on and be like damn look at what we did like look at what we did like and her parents always say it my parents say it like our friends say it too it's just like in the you know, like two and a half years that you guys have been married, look how far you've come. Mm. Like, look at like everything. And like, you know, the three years that we've been dating, like, it's just like, it's so insane. And like, it, it, it's just like, that's what we do. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, that's our story. We like going like, you know, and it was, it's amazing. So yeah, she's, she's unreal. And she's, 33 weeks pregnant right now crazy <laughs> so it's like a whole other can of worms and in, in we out here <laughs> that yeah, i dude. dude i like i'm relating about like the immigration thing though like right now i'm in the thick of that with my partner well well first off like the u.s i so uh, i'm back in canada now i don't know if if right. you know this but i moved to la and i tried to do the whole visa thing and i had a oh, lot shit. of support yeah i had a lot of support from like um my people I was working with like I still work with them and we couldn't we couldn't do it it's hard and now my partner so I said to you before he's from England we met in Australia and now he lives here in Canada and so he's trying to get residency here in Canada and it's I think it'll be easier just as hard I think it's easy I think U.S. is uh, from what I've like heard I feel like the U.S. is the hardest but um it's definitely not going to be easy and so literally like right now we're we're in like the beginning stages of it yeah. so i'm like oh. uh i'm like i'm like i want to be where you're at <laughs> all all i can say is this everything you do document yeah it. and like every single thing like you know like and that's all like we didn't even mean to, you know document it. we just always you know that's today's world yeah you know, we're always taking pictures and everything in video but like everything you do just like you know have receipts have like different stuff like that and it's just because that's the stuff they look for because there's so many people out there that like fake love and it's really upsetting and it's like really sad that you know like people would do that but like yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just like for people like us who have genuinely in love with our partners and everything it's just like okay like let's do it you know it's just like this is life (laughs) yeah so yeah i know that's our issue we traveled and so like everything we did was like under the table or like cash in hand because you're backpacking and so yeah anyways we'll 
we'll figure it out, you know? And like you said, it's like, we, yeah. we don't have ill intention. Like we want to live in the country. So anywho, that's, I took us off, off center there. <laughs> so, okay. So we mentioned how, how we first connected, but I actually saw you in the same video that I saw Kristoff and that's how I discovered Kristoff, Kristoff's podcast. And then eventually like became friends with him and had him on my show was through, is it, was it a Jubilee video? Yeah. Okay. Jubilee, yeah, yeah. Jubilee is yeah. like a sick channel, by the way. I think that's so cool. Oh you gotta like God. do a project like, with them. Like when they approached me about it, I was like, oh, here we go. Like another like, mm. yeah. Reality. I get it. Like, you were burned you know, before. Yeah, we get. That's the thing when like you're a diverse person and like people want to like document that they either want to like see the failures and like everything that like you know sucks, but it's just like when it's an open conversation like Jubilee was doing, like uh, that when they approached me, um, this kid, I think his name was Devin. Um, he, he was just like, hey man, like I, we're doing this. I'm working for this channel. And I looked it up and I looked up everything. And I was like, what? I was like, this is the exact thing that like our community needs. I was like, it's literally like, just an open conversation of how we feel about things. And like, obviously people aren't going to see like people like you aren't going to see like the same, you know what I mean? And like, kind of like look at like, so it's like, it's an open conversation of just everyone's like life stories. And like, it, it was so, it was such a unique thing. And like, when I got the call, I was like, I need to get Kristoff on this too. Like I was, so I like told my buddy and like, and told the, not my, well, he's now he's my buddy, but like the producer and like, he was like, yeah, let's get him. Let's get him on. And like everything. And like, it was unreal. And I met like, I, there was a couple of people, like my friend Katrina, she was on there as well. And there was a couple others that I had just met, like when we did the filming and like, everyone's like way of looking at their life was so unique. And it was so like, Oh my gosh, like here I was like <laughs> in the video, I was very like, you know, like love life, you know, everything. And like, that's what I'm all about, you know? But it was so cool, like seeing like people's perspective of like, for example, like the word midget, like, you know what I mean? It's just so, it's so harsh, but to some people, to me, it's so harsh, but to some people it's not, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And so it's just like, damn, you know, like that's cool to talk about, you know, but yeah. It was unreal. Like, it was a really awesome experience. And, like, I've met a lot of cool people through it, too, as well. I thought it was sick because, like, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say this, but it was the first time in my life that, like, I had really, like, explored the topic of, like, like dwarfism. And, and it really – it was an open conversation. So it was, like, these questions that, like, I never maybe would have had the opportunity to ask because I was in a very – that's another thing is, like, as I've grown up, I realize – and it's not, how do I say it? Like, I'm not like actively going out looking for diverse people to like add to my circle, but I just realized how like everyone in my circles before really looked like me and like had the same upbringing as me and things like that. And yeah, there is, there is some sort of like community there, but it was like, I'm like, there's so many fucking cool people in the world. Like, and so anyways, I don't know where I was going with that, but <laughs> uh I just remember watching that video and being like, holy shit, like, this is so fascinating. And, like, it just, yeah, it just brought a whole new perspective to uh, dwarfism for me. So 
that didn't make any sense. But anyways, long story short, I want to ask you because it is so diverse for every person, just like everyone's life's diverse. Everyone being like me being a woman is a completely different story for another woman. You know what I mean? What is your journey been like with dwarfism? Big question. Sorry. Um, what did you say? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I said it like so simple. I was like, but that's a really big question. So take your time. <laughs> Honestly, like there's so many different things I could talk about, like with just going through dwarfism, realizing who I was as a person, like my parents are both, you know, average height and I didn't have any other little people around me growing up. I looked up to two pro skateboarders, um, Jason Acuna, who's Wee Man, and then uh, Poncho Moeller, you know, and I saw that they could do it. If they could do it, I could do it. You know what I mean? Like, and it was like, I always had that persona. And a lot of my best friends growing up pushed me to do that as well. And then like, as I started getting into like music and playing and like playing shows and everything, and then like, you know, going on tours and whatnot, like you kind of see both, both sides of it, how both like people are not ignorant to it but they don't know like how to approach you they don't they think it's funny you know because of like what they see on tv and everything and also like it's like sometimes like you'll get like things online written about you you know like I had this one article that was pretty crazy it was called like midget core the next kind of metal and like it was crazy and like at the time like it was like I was like oh yeah whatever publicity like get it out there like you know like you want to talk you want to talk mean about me like you know people are still gonna catch views and like everything and be like peculiar what's this you know but like um I think down the road I just realized I was like yo like yeah that may have not affected you so much but like that could affect someone else just like me so fucking much, like so much to the point where they could take their own life, you know, and like just everything. And so like when I started doing like the reality TV show, I wanted to push like a positive like lifestyle on people to be like, yo, like I've gone through this shit and I know what it's like. And like, everything and I you know I, I grew up in an average height world like with average height friends and I didn't know what like little person community was like and everything and once I got here it's just like wow I have so much to learn still you mm-hmm. know I have so much to like learn about and like I think you know if I didn't do that show and everything like I would have been a totally different person right now like a totally different person and I wouldn't have known like the different feelings that I get about certain things and just like you know being even more comfortable in my own skin but also you know like I'm not gonna lie there's days when like you do get down about certain things and like your self-confidence is a little knocked down and you know yeah I am a person of like dwarfism but also I live with mental health you know what I mean like anxiety and everything and it's just like it's unreal like you know i mean and 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 but it's a beautiful thing and like it's a beautiful thing because like there's so many different things that you get to learn about with it and like on top of all that like it's like 
I went through so many different surgeries as well, mm. just to like help me, you know, with my growth and everything. So it's just like, it taught me so much. It taught me so, so, so much. And I love it. And like now uh, me and Sarah, my wife, she also is a little person uh, with achondroplasia as well. And our baby is also going to be uh, have achondroplasia as well. So, so, so your wife is is having a baby soon. What is the what is her due date? So it's February eighteenth is the due date. Wow! And <laughs> it's like it's coming up quick. So we don't know that could be before or after. You never know. Yeah. Like it's crazy. And like, kind of going into all this um, in today's world, like it's unreal. Like you have to. When, when two little people um, have a baby, there, there's a lot that comes with it. You know, there's a lot of testing you have to do. There's a lot of like, you know, things that you have to prep, you know, everything with doctors and whatever else. And um, we had to get, what was it, a, C, a CVS test. And that's pretty much, you know, like a gen- genetic testing and everything and like, um, to see what the baby, if the baby will have dwarfism like us, or if the baby would be average height, or if the baby would be fatal. Um, And there is a 50% chance that the baby will have our dwarfism, but then there's another 25% that would be average height, and then another 25% it would be fatal. And like, we had to do all that testing and it was like a good four to six weeks where like we were just like in the unknown waiting on results and like everything and it was so unreal and it was so 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 unreal because like yeah we didn't want the baby to be fatal and we were very open to like either it being average height or having dwarfism and it was just so unreal and like when we got the call that like you know, she was going to have dwarfism just like us. It was like, (laughs) I was freaking stuck in traffic, (laughs) LA traffic. And Sarah got the call and like, she called me and we just were both like bawling our eyes out. Just so stoked. Cause like, you know, like it was, everything was going to be okay. And like, it it just, it's a whole process. And like, you know, like going into fatherhood and like realizing like, yeah, I'm 33 years old right now, but like, this was the age that I wanted to start a family, you know, like I wanted to start a family around 33, 34. And like, it's unreal. And like, I've gotten a lot of like pointers from some of my friends who are already fathers and like everything, a lot of like other uh, people like myself um, have reached out and been like, yo, you should try to get this for like, you know, the baby to make sure like, she's stable and everything else and just go from there and actually the (laughs) the gender everyone's like oh what's the baby what is a boy or girl everything and like I was really rooting for a girl and Sarah was like oh you know a boy would be fine but you know girl as well and when we (laughs) when we found out the gender um because at the time we found out the gender we couldn't go into the clinic because it was like COVID Mm -hmm. COVID related stuff and so she was like I can tell you over the phone or we can mail you a letter and we'll just like 
screw it, do it over the phone. And she was like, okay. She's like, you guys ready? And like, we were like, yeah. And they're like, it's a girl. And I like screamed so loud. <laughs> I was so stoked. And the, the nurse was just like, that is the first time I've ever heard like a dad go nuts for a baby girl. And I was like, oh no, like, I love it. I'm so stoked. And like, you know, it's just, it's been such a journey, you know? And like, now that we're like in the like, I don't want to say last lap, but we're getting there, you know, like the, we're getting closer to the finish line. It's just like, it's so crazy. And like being home as much as I can for my wife and everything, just seeing her like, you know, not only like grow herself, but grow this baby. Like it's unreal. It's so unreal. And like, you know, like when she has this baby, like, she deserves everything in this world. <laughs> she deserves everything in this world now, but like, you know what I mean? Like double that. Yeah. You know? it's just like you just grew a human in you. And like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, you know, and like it's just been a journey, you know, with everything. And like all I can say to like people that want to have babies, like that are going through it, everything. It's just it's a beautiful journey. And like I'm not like we didn't have the baby yet. So I don't know like, exactly where, where I'm going to be, but like, yeah, like my anxiety and everything is just like, Oh, am I going to be good enough? You know, everything. But like, you just kind of got to remind yourself, like, yo, everything's going to be okay. If we got through so many different things together, like immigration and everything else mm-hmm. and like all that, we got this, like, we totally got this. So yeah, that's what I'm really excited about. And like, I'm just, I'm also really excited because she has our condition. She has achondroplasia and she, we, we already paved this road for her. Mm -hmm. Like we can like, you know, if she has to have the surgeries that like I've had throughout my life, I'll be there with her to like guide her through it and everything. And it's just like, yeah, it's like, cause my parents didn't have that. You know, they, they just had doctors telling them things. They didn't have like, the little people community or anything and it was just like I don't know I just feel like we're so prepared for this now so it's like okay sick (laughs) with with her having how do I say achondroplasia yeah achondroplasia with her having that um and what is kind of the main thing you want to implement to your daughter do you think like that she is a little person in in the world so the way that like I was brought up and Sarah was brought up too, it's just like whatever you want to do, do it, go for it. You know, like don't let anything, don't let your height stop you. Like I did, I was on the basketball team. I was like, did skateboarding. I did baseball. I did everything that like <clears throat> the average height world was doing. And it's just like, not, my parents never put like a, stop to anything and I want that to be the same way for her and Sarah feels the same you know Mm -hmm. what I mean it's just like we want her to like yo like yeah people you know sometimes might look at you differently or they're like you know might call you names but you know that like you are you and you are you for a reason like you know what I mean and like you just keep trucking and you go and you do what you're passionate about and yeah and that's like the exact way like we were brought up you know and like that's the thing like it's like 
yeah, we were brought up in a different time and everything. Like we didn't have social media. We didn't have like our phones on us at all times to take videos or photos and everything. So those are the type of consequences you have to deal with nowadays with people just being like, oh shit. Like it's a little, mm-hmm. it's like a little person and like anything else. And mm-hmm. it's just like, you, you kind of learn to live with it. But like at the same time, you're just like, just move, just keep going. Just keep going. Don't worry about anything focus on you always focus on you and your family and like the things that you're passionate about beautiful (laughs) dude i cannot wait to like follow along on instagram and stuff like even before (laughs) even before this conversation like i remember like messaging like your wife's due soon like i I, i'm stoked for you man and like um I think you're going to be like, just, just from like, I don't know. I, I like the things I've seen of you and like, and meeting you now, I'm like, you're going to be a fucking sick dude. Because I think the main thing is like, I can just feel that like, you just have so much love. And that's to me, that's like the most important thing as a parent. You know what I mean? That's as someone who I've never been a parent, but I mean, as a child, like I was given a lot of love and like, I'm always just so grateful that my parents made it so clear that I was loved, you know? And uh, it's beautiful. Yeah. I, I can't wait. February, it's gonna be it's gonna be sick. I'll I'll say stay tuned on crazy. Instagram. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's crazy because my birthday's like two days before the due date, and I'm like, oh shit, we're gonna share like a birthday. <laughs> oh my gosh, my dad's birthday is um two days before my birthday, and my boyfriend's birthday is the day after my birthday. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, snap. yeah, That's it's crazy. crazy. You guys get to celebrate it together. That's yeah, sick. yeah, it is actually really cool. Um, awesome. Okay. Honestly, I could ask you a million and one more questions on that, but like there's so many things I want to cover. So I want to switch gears a little bit now and talk about anxious youth. So I think maybe can you just, for people that don't know much about it, can you just share a little bit about what anxious youth is? And I would be curious as to what like really was the inspiration and what pushed you over the edge of like, I always find this interesting of like, we always dream about things, we always think about creating things, but like what is that thing that kind of sets you over the edge to take action? So Anxious Youth is a company that like me and my wife, Sarah, have been talking about for literally like since we got married. So like two year, two and a half years. And like we built it up into this, you know, Instagram account where we wanted to have like affirmations and everything kind of reminding people like, okay, you know you can get through this. We got this. And just like little reminders of like what we can do to help people every single day to like that struggle with mental health and everything. And with that, I wanted to create um, like a positive podcast and also a convert open conversation for people to be able to listen, but also talk to like, like a place where people can like talk about like things that are like bothering them, just things that they love, anything. And we came up with the idea of anxious youth because in my youth, I had so much anxiety and like different things, like same with Sarah, we had so many different anxieties of like, and we had no one to turn to. Like, it was just like, like in that time of our life, like in that day and age, like it's like people hid mental health so 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 much and like I remember just like having panic attacks and being like this is not normal like this is not normal I don't feel normal and like everything and like as my journey of becoming adult 
like I still felt so like I don't know how to say this, but like I still felt so like weird about having anxiety. I still felt like it's not normal. It's not normal. And then right when I moved to LA, actually, I had another crazy panic attack. And I remember just like hiding in the bathroom and like of my first place I was living. And I called my mom and I was like, I don't know what to do. And like, I was like, this is just so bad. And like, she was like, why don't you, why don't you try therapy? And I had tried therapy like all throughout like my twenties, but those therapists were not good. (laughs) They just like, didn't answer the questions that I needed. And like, I just like, it was so hard. And I remember like calling my primary care doctor and being Kai, like I I need a therapist. And like, you know, I just need to like speak to someone. And he linked me up with this amazing woman um, who has a practice out here. And I went, I remember the night of going to see her. I just remember being like, so, so, so anxious because of all the like, all the like nightmares I've had with like other therapists. It was like, I was like, damn it. I gotta like talk to someone about this now. Like, uh, okay. And I just remember the night I saw her, she like brought me into her office and everything. And like, I remember I said like three words and she just goes, you're not breathing. And like, I was like, what? And she's like, you're not breathing. And I remember she's like, stop. And like, take a deep breath. How do you feel? And like, I was like, holy shit. (laughs) <laughs> Literally, just like, she, goes, she goes I bet you feel fucking good and I was just like whoa and like it was so insane and like I I'm still with her to this day and she's like not only my therapist she's like one of my best friends and like one of my like you know a life coach as well and it's just like I've opened up to her about so many different things just like that I'm scared of that like you know I struggle with but also things that I love as well and like she's taught me so much so it's just like well with all this knowledge I could put this into anxious youth with everything and even she she's like you know one of our biggest fans and like, you know, she just pushes me and she like, even when we do our sessions now, she's like, all right, what's the topic for this week? What are you going to like talk about and everything? And it's almost like she like preps me for that and everything. And so with anxious youth, it's like, there's people out there that like think therapy is this whole big, like, to do you're you're crazy yeah you're you're crazy you're why would you like you need to be put on pills all this stuff like and just everything and like but realistically it's just like someone you can speak with someone you can like talk to and like everything and just let whatever you're feeling just out and so like with that I want to make the people who aren't as comfortable to go to therapy yet to just see anxious youth and be like, okay, like if he's doing it and he's going about it this way, then like I can do it too. Like, you know, like with everything and like, and just like learning to cope 
with your anxious thoughts, but also realizing that it's completely normal and you feel like everything you're thinking is completely normal. And it's kind of crazy because like when you start realizing it, you realize that other people around you are still like hiding it. And you're just like, yeah, like you don't gotta hide it. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can, you can like talk about it, you know, that you don't have to talk about with me, but like you can talk about it, like, you know, write it down, even write it down to yourself because even that helps, you know, that, that, that's a big thing that like I do. And I talk about in the anxious youth podcast is like writing things down. If you don't want to express them to like, you know, someone, if you don't feel comfortable doing that, like just writing them down helps, you know, and like everything like that. So like, yeah, it's been quite the journey. And like, actually my, I was so scared to put out like the first episode of it. Cause I was like, Oh, I gotta have like this whole plan and like marketing plan and like everything and like go along with it. And like, just that in itself is like anxiety ridden. So I remember I was just getting out of my therapy session and my therapist was like do it right now drop it drop it right now and like I was like what like oh my god and like I had episodes like ready to go and like everything but I was just like oh my god and like I remember like calling Sarah and being like I'm gonna do it right now and we were just like oh my gosh and like everything so it was just like and I did it and it felt so damn good to just like put it out instead of like having this whole like facade of like, oh, you need to market it right and like doing everything else. And it's just like, you can do that still. Like you can do it down the road, but just like putting it out there is like everything right now. So like, just, just do it because you need like, and it was like one of those things that I kept telling myself, like, you need this right now. Mm. You literally need this outlet because I just had been working so much and it's like, I wasn't, I wasn't making any time for me you know, and like, just like anything, I wasn't making music that much. And I wasn't, you know, like, going to like the gym and like everything. And it was just like, I was exhausted. And it was almost just like, you you got to do this, because this is going to help you with everything. It's gonna like show like, what your mental health is like right now, but it's also going to help others. And like, that's my biggest thing in life is just like, I just love helping people. I love networking and like, I just love talking and like talking and hearing people's stories, literally just like you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. just like people like us, like, you know, it, it's amazing to, to see people open up when they meet people like us and they're like, oh shit, you know, like this dude gets it or like, mm-hmm. you know, she gets it and like everything. And it's just like, it, it's pretty sick. And like, Like, even the other day, I had a conversation with someone and, like, they had been going through it. They had been having, like, suicidal thoughts and, like, everything. And just, like, he had gone through a bad breakup. And, like, I was, like, dude, I was, like, now is the time to just, like, focus on you and know that these thoughts are completely normal. Know that, like, I've been there. We've all felt that way, you know? Like, and, like, it's okay. It's really just okay. And, like, just know, though, that, like, take take the amount of time you need to like get yourself like back to where you want to be you know with everything and yes like I think with anxious youth it's just like an outlet for people to like we want people to like you know eventually we would love to like you know do groups and like have like 
you know, a place where we can all meet up and everything. And like, also just like, there's so many different ideas around it that we're just building every day, you know? And like with the podcast that I have a day in my mind, it's just like, I don't like, it's like, I would love to have a huge long conversation thing like peace, but it's just like, I just want to like bring a sense of joy to the people's week and like, be like, Hey, like, we're going to get through this week, no matter what, like, we're going to have our bad days. We're going to have our good days, but like, everything's going to be all good, you know? And that's, that's all I want at the end of the day. <laughs> so, yeah. I think it's honestly, like, I'm not just saying this, like, I think it's, it's sick. Like everything about it, just like the vibe, the name, like, I think aesthetically, like, it's like, it looks like this like cool brand, but then you like look into it more and like, yeah, your intention behind it, then I'm like, oh, this is fucking cool. Like, aesthetically Man. and shit, it's cool. You know what I mean? Hell but yeah. like, and like, your your song, I love your song on your on your podcast, the <laughs> intro. I think it's like, so I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a bop. Like, I'm like, okay. But um, anyways, first off, thank you for sharing all that too, like about your journey and stuff. And like, I think I said this to you before, uh, just like your authenticity is like, you can't, even when you're talking about the marketing scheme and stuff, it's like you can't market authenticity. You know what I mean? Like you either you either are showing up authentically or like you're not. And I think a lot of people can see through the bullshit, especially people that that have gone through or like know people that go through the shit. You know what I'm talking yep. about? Yeah. And it's exactly. like you know exactly. you know when someone's like you you just you know, like you said, and and right. and and so it, it's been like it, it's not like it's not jarring when you see something authentic, but like it kind of is, but in a good way. It's like holy fuck, and and even to you sharing about your journey, um, something else that I really think is sick is is sometimes you're just like, hey, this is what I'm going through, and I think a lot of times, at least for me, I sometimes like don't want to talk about what I'm going through because I like to talk about it once I've gone through it, and I have this like message and theme that I exactly. can like talk about. Like I'm not talking about on like I don't really share much about like me on my platform I kind of do but it's like it's a really watered down version of me but I just mean in my community like in my friendships it's like I don't talk about things as I'm going through them but what I'm realizing is like even me just talking about things and just expressing my humanness like sometimes like just hearing someone else being like oh you think that way sometimes too or like you experiencing those feelings it's like I don't need to know like how to work through it or like five steps to like not feel anxious it's like just hearing that someone else is like oh yeah I, I know what you're talking about it's like whoa like so validating you know right yeah exactly yeah like that's like that's a huge thing that's a humongous humongous thing it's like actually like it's because i'm corny but whatever i really really started like diving into this more when i was like i'm a big fan of logic the rapper and like he put out like a bunch of stuff his first record was very like you know, talking about his anxieties and stuff. And then he started getting more into it. And then like by the third record, he was just like, yo, I have anxiety. And like this is it. And I remember just like bawling my eyes out and being like, yo, this dude gets it. And like, I'm like, I'm like, shit, I can really relate to this. I even went to like a live like Q and A with him and I was bawling my eyes out. <laughs> like, just like realizing like the stories he's talking about and like everything and like, it just kind of made me realize. And then I started doing like a lot of research, like who else is doing this? What's going on? And, you know, there's not that many people that are like, you know, just putting themselves out there in like a sense that it's just like, yo, what's, what's your story? And like, what's your 
life been with anxiety and everything else so it's like well shit I'm gonna do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) like and it it's like you said like it's it's helped you and like that's like a huge thing to me it's just like it's helped others and like even even like with this recent episode I just did I literally put like all of my feelings on a platter because I talked about losing my father like after a year and like the grieving I went through just like all the different shit and like it's it's so crazy because like growing up I was so petrified of death I was so petrified of it and like I kind of just like that's how my anxiety like really started because the first panic attack I ever had was just like I thought I was gonna die like I literally just remember telling my cousin like dude if I'm dead in the morning like tell my parents I love them it was so crazy (laughs) like it was so so crazy and like next morning I woke up like still anxious but like I was okay and like I just like ever since that moment like you're you're scared it's like you felt like you saw death and you stared it straight in the eye you know and like and going through it for so many years of just like having that fear and then being next to literally your you know your parents are kind of like gods in a sense you know what I mean they're you look up to them so much and like it when when I lost my dad it was just like like I had Sarah right next to me. I had my mom right next to me and everything. It was just like, holy shit. Like I just watched like my dad move on to the next life. And like, you're kind of like, it it almost closed the chapter for you. It's almost like you had closure with death. And like, it was just like, okay, well, if he's able to do it and like, he's going, he just went through it you know it was kind of just like it was it was such an emotional journey it was such like an emotional like week I'll never forget I remember I I lost 15 pounds that week like it was crazy and like I just remember like being so like somber and everything like what you are when someone's you know dying and everything but like at the same time it's just like when it's your when it's your parent or someone you're very close with you know like it's just really like it opens a whole new door of like not so much anxiety well with me it was anxiety but like also like I also got closure with death in a sense if that makes sense like I just like I realized that like okay if my father like my father just went through it like and you know, this is life and life is short. And like, it's just like, you kind of just like have to take every moment as it comes and like, you know, and just be kind (laughs) and like, you know, don't. And another reason, like, you know, why I wanted to talk more about like anxiety stuff with like anxious youth and everything is just because like, there's little things that can be like so heavy on you but those little things are just thoughts like it's like that's just a thought there's so much more meaning in this world than like letting little things drag you down you know what I mean like no matter how harsh it is like it's just like there's so much more like worth in this world for anyone 
and like it's hard it's hard nowadays especially with like social media and everything and like people just like like even had a conversation with my wife about this last night it's just like you know like you feel like you need to be like living up to these standards of like doing all these like cool things and like doing oh my god like this that and the other and it's just like you know these people might not even be happy <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean like and are you happy like are you happy with yourself and it's just like well yeah okay well you don't know like if these people are actually happy with themselves and everything and like going through it so it's just like it's kind of crazy it's just really crazy and like I think again like back to like looping why I started anxious youth it's just because like I want to talk about all these different things just want to talk about it not even just for my like self but for others you know because I need it too I need the help too Mm -hmm. when I talk about it so yeah like it's it's just crazy it's so crazy (laughs) Mm. I think it's it's so great that you're like embarking on this on this path and I know that you probably feel like like there's no other option at this point and like you said like you need it just as bad as like you want to you know what I mean you want to create it and stuff but um I just um I just respect how much how much courage it takes but at the same time it's like I kind of am understanding because like okay like for example I, I had this conversation with someone the other day and I was like how do you like be more vulnerable like I I sometimes struggle and and her response was like I don't like there's just no other option you know what I mean and I was yep. like wow yep. and I feel like I'm I'm beginning to understand that now like for so long I've just like worn a mask I feel like in especially in a lot of relationships and now it's like I feel like I'm at a crossroads where it's like, like, you know what I mean? Like I'm, it's like, you just, you just keep going. Like now it's like at a point where it's like, okay, no, like you just, and that, and that includes like going inwards and like being like sitting with yourself and and things like that. So yeah. And and I just want to acknowledge like the, the whole, the one where you spoke about your father and, and death, like, dude, it like shook me. And I like wrote a little comment and I, I sometimes I'm like, like social media like I'm like it's comments not gonna do nothing like you know what I mean but it just I just want to acknowledge like holy fuck like this really impacted me it does me. though like a yeah. comment like anything like that it does though like especially yeah. for like me it's just like yo yes like people get it and people can relate and like I got a couple messages and like just people being like yo dude like thank you like mm-hmm. that's like exactly like you know like I'm still going through it like, yeah I'm still going through it's it it's only been a year I'm, yeah yeah and like it's just like but I truly believe it's just like the energy is always still around you mm. you know and I'm very true believer in that it's just like they're not they're not actually gone they're just their yeah. energy is still here and everything and they're still building us up and everything but I think you know with what you were just saying like kind of like with social media and everything like for example like there'll be times when like I'll be out with friends and like we'll be hanging out and everything and you almost feel like you have to like take a photo with them and post it because it's like oh well this is what I'm doing you know what I mean and like Mm -hmm. it's just like but then like sometimes when you forget you're like oh well I I feel like I didn't almost really hang out with them you know what I mean but it's like no like you genuinely hung out like you genuinely went and did things like one of my buddies was saying to me the other day he's like oh I'm going to go, it was on Christmas Eve. And he's like, I'm going to go donate gifts to the homeless and everything else. And like, 
he he went and did it and he didn't document it at all and like he was just like no that's genuine like Mm -hmm. I went and did that out of like the heart and soul and I was like good I was like good like no one like it's you you have to live in them there and now like you have to live in that and like you know if you have to document everything it's like don't feel like you need to do it just do it if you want to Mm -hmm. you know do it if like it's something that just comes up and I don't know it's like it's like one of those things where like I have to take social media breaks probably like once every few weeks where I just delete Instagram and it's just like okay like I need to like focus on me and like what I have in front of me every single thing because if you don't you're gonna start forgetting about those things you're gonna start forgetting like holy shit I got myself to Los Angeles California I got my wife to live in America like we're having a baby like everything like it's Mm -hmm. like you for you're gonna start forgetting about the really important things and looking at other people's lives who you think are just so glamorous and it's just like nah dude (laughs) you gotta focus on your shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) you gotta just stay stay in your bubble and realize like yo you're doing great and you're kicking ass no matter how how much time you're taking to do it you're still doing it you're still doing a great job at it so yeah my my friends and I were talking about this last night um they're both like entrepreneurs and I really respect them and like get a lot of insight from them yeah and they were talking about (laughs) they were like I just don't get it sometimes she's like some my friend she was like sometimes I see these people and I'm like how the hell did you build this business like I watched them create it through Instagram or something and then it's like I'm building a business and I know how much goes into it like when you're actually like building it yourself and things like that and she's like I don't have time to like document this stuff on Instagram or like you know what I mean but even just also too how it messes with your psyche of like I can go on Instagram and watch someone's like highlight icon on their on their Instagram and watch two years of their life in a matter of two minutes and then like see all these things that happen and then I'm sitting there usually too like I find when I'm on social media especially if I'm spending a lot of time on it it's because I'm not in a good place mentally so then I like try and distract myself especially mm-hmm. like this is like this is like the yep. worst the worst storm you know and and so yep. then you're like looking at this person's highlights of the past two years of their life in a matter of two minutes and then you're like whoa what am I doing with my life like exactly. I need to get my shit exactly. together and it, it's comparing kills my dad always says and it's like oh that that's hard on social media too but then it's like I have to talk about this all the time because I'm like I have this love-hate relationship like it just fucks me up in such a bad way but then at the Mm -hmm. same time I met fucking amazing people like you for example from social media so then I'm like I can't not have it in my life because also too it's like the main thing for me I, I always mention too is like it connects me with these unreal people, but it takes things offline. Like I know if I if I was in LA, like I'd meet up with you in person and like we'd like be friends. Do you know what I mean? Right. But exactly. like it, it goes beyond us just initially connecting on social media. It's like it's created relationships like beyond that, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. And what? So what? You said your dad. What did your dad say? Uh, he always says comparing kills. So yes. like you're comparing like someone else's life to yours hey yeah and that's true and that's totally totally true it's because like no like you have your very own story your story is never gonna be ever be like anyone else's so it's just like keep it going and like you know if like it's like one of those things if you can help people along the way do it if you can you know like learn it's all about learning every day every single day of your life it's all about learning new things and like 
you know, just learning more about yourself and like learning about, you know, the universe and what you can do. It's just, it's so crazy. And like with social media, it's just like, it's just like waters that down so much. And you're just like, God, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) But that's what I mean too, of like how like almost jarring it is. I, I don't really like that word, but like of you showing up authentically, it's like, whoa, it stands out, you know, when people really do it and people are genuine, it stands out amongst all the other noise, which I think is great. And I'm not going to lie. That's my biggest fear Mm. of not being authentic Mm. because then you get those, then you get those people who come in and like, think like, and and this is happening to me, this happened to me like a couple of years ago. I remember I like, was like, you know, I posted about like, you know, being a little person and like, you know, moving, you know, how it's always good to be positive, blah, blah, blah. And like everything. And like, it, it was just like a couple of people like came at me and they were like, dude, like you can't say it that way. Like you can't like it like with everything. And I was just like, wait, what do you mean? And like, you know, it's like, you should be talking about this, this, and this, and this, because there's still problems with this, this, and this. And I was, I was just like, fuck, I'm so sorry. Like, you know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. like, I wasn't trying to like, you know, like, do something like that it's just like no I do need more knowledgeable like knowledge Mm. in that with different things and it's just like and like I think like the and that was one of the main reasons why like you know I didn't want to put out anxious you so quick because it's like you're scared of like the authenticity you want to make sure that you're always authentic and everything but sometimes it's you know like that's why I'm saying like you never want to like I think we spoke about this before like you never want to like rush it. You never want to feel pressured. You want to feel 100% you and you want to go in being like, okay, this is me. And yeah. like, like what we were saying before, before we started, like we were supposed to do this, like what in December, but because the holidays were so, so crazy and life was just crazy. Like me and you both being like, yo, mental health first. We need to like, make sure that we do it both through this when we're both 100% after the holidays, you know, clear plate, everything. And, and yeah, like, it's just like, that's, that's what needs to happen sometimes. And like, you know, and that's, again, one thing back to social media is just like, you almost think about like, well, are these people with all these like crazy stories and stuff being authentic as well? But like, it's crazy. You know what I mean? And like, so you just got to be yourself. That's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, I have a I have a closing question for you that I've stolen from Tim Ferriss. I think Tim Ferriss and like as controversial as Joe Rogan could be, they are just like the kings of podcasting. Like yeah, I need to acknowledge yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. and curiosity, like they're both so fucking curious, and it's like inspires yeah. me. And their questions. So this is one of Tim Ferriss's questions that I am now implementing in my podcast, and it is: if you were to have a giant billboard that like probably. In LA, that millions of people are going to see, what would you want the billboard to say? You can take your time answering too. Woo! <laughs> oh my God. I've, I've asked oh. my friends this last night and I still haven't, I still haven't come with up with my answer, so. <laughs> okay. So we had put this out back in November and it just hit really, really, really hard with me. It would say, just because you are not showing the world your true meaning doesn't mean it's not there. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm going to chew on that one today. Yeah. See? And it's kind of like circles into what we were just talking about as well. Like, you don't need to show everybody, like, your true meaning. It's there. It's inside you, you know? Mm, yeah. Just be. And, like, you just being and embodying that, like, in your own way. This is yeah. this is what I'm thinking. And I'd be curious, like, if you want to unbox it a little bit more, too, is, like, just being uh, – literally being – just being your truth is giving other people like kind of the permission to do it themselves, but also just like just being is to me the meaning of life. So I'm curious uh, what, what, what the quote means to you. So kind of like what you just said, like you, you kind of have to like take a moment every single day and ask yourself, like, are you doing life for you? Are you making life for you? Are you happy with the way things are in your life right now? Are everything like, you know, that you do, is that meaningful to you? You know what I mean? And like, before it's meaningful to everyone around you, make sure it's always meaningful to you and everything and like live your life that way. And just like, if it's there, it's going to make you happy and it's going to make everyone around you happy. And that's, you know, because we all, you know how it is. Like you go into a room, like whether it be work, you know, a Zoom meeting, anything like, and someone's coming in hot and you're just like, oh, that could change the whole vibe of a room. But it's just like, you know, check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> you know, that's another one. Like, it's just like, you don't want to do that because it's just like, you got to, you got to just make sure you're good always and take the time for you and always like just do what you need to do to make yourself good. And I'm, I'm really all about that self-care life. <laughs> and yeah. that's something I need to hear back to myself as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm saying it to you, but like, I need to hear it back to myself as well. And like Sarah will say that to me too. So I was just like, yeah, you're good. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you know? So yeah. But also she's, I just thought of um, you're like you all right like that's such an English thing also too though like you all right like you all right mate yeah, like oh, anyways yeah, yeah. yeah sorry oh, you're all right yeah, yeah. I was like yeah it's so always like uh, <laughs> okay yeah how you going uh, anyways okay dude that is fucking unreal and I feel like that is a great place to just like to end it off you know yes. and like to leave thank that with so people much. like this was so 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 much fun and like dude thank this you like <laughs> let's definitely do it again and like yeah. you know hopefully i'll get you on the no i will get you on the anxious youth podcast we'll do it and we can talk about we can dive deep deep into so many things and like i appreciate this so much like thank you dude wow i appreciate you and i appreciate you just like just showing up it, it and and like giving me your time like, it's yeah Literally, I have so much gratitude. Um, I, before you go, though, can you just quickly mention where people can find you if they're vibing with you, they want to check out the podcast, they want to learn more about you? Can you yeah. please share? So, so where you can find me and also Anxious Youth is on Spotify. If you look up on Anxious Youth, you can type that in. Um, and the podcast is called A Day in My Mind. So if you type in Anxious Youth, A Day in My Mind, it will pop up. Or you can just type in anxious youth and it will pop up. Um, also on Instagram at anxious youth. And my personal Instagram is at Vinny Rapolo. And yeah, 
That's where you can find everything. And like, you know, we got a lot of cool things coming up. We're starting to dive into TikTok now. So you can find us on there as well at Anxious Youth. And yeah. Sick. Keep it going. Keep spread the positivity, you know, and just talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that'll all be in the show notes too. And I want to put the the Jubilee video in there too. I think it's yeah. it's really Do cool. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a good way to like sprinkle in and like yeah start the conversation about things too yeah dude Vinny, you are you are a gem thank you so much for your time thank you so much for everything (laughs) let me know if you ever need anything i'm here yeah (laughs) i would like to take a moment to say a final thank you to Vinny for joining me on the curious one podcast i recently started reading an iconic book titled the artist's way by julia cameron In the book, she shares a brief excerpt about her journey with paying attention and remaining in the present moment. I personally found it quite valuable and I thought it would be interesting to share it in this episode. The quote goes as follows. It may be different for others, but pain is what it took to teach me to pay attention. In times of pain, when the future is too terrifying to contemplate and the past too painful to remember, I've learned to pay attention to right now. The precise moment I was in was always the only safe place for me. Each moment, taken alone, was always bearable. In the exact now, we are all, always, all right. I'm breathing in and out. Realizing this, I began to notice that each moment was not without its beauty. Thank you so much for joining me in yet another curious conversation. I'm cringing. I look forward to connecting with you in the next one. If you would like to further this conversation and get in touch, visit my Instagram at the Curious One Podcast. For more information, resources, and show notes, please head to thecuriousonepodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, be well.